You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. Before I begin today's episode, I want to remind you all of the next virtual masterclass that I'm offering called Change is a Choice. It's going to be on Zoom on Tuesday, October 17th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't make it to that call live, there will be a replay sent out immediately after it's over. But this is an incredible hour-long free, like completely free, coaching call with me where I'm going to help you face any big change in your life head on, learn how to handle it, and feel in control of what you're experiencing. We all go through changes in our adulting life, big changes, and it's time you learn how to deal with them instead of run away from them. All you have to do is head over to the show notes or go to justdiamondcoaching.com forward slash change and put in your info to sign up. But I can't wait to see you all there and for you to enjoy this incredible workshop. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to How To 20-Something, where today we're going to be talking about independence and how it's so important to create for yourself, but also how it relates to where you stand within your tribe of people. Being in your 20s means you are uncovering new senses of what freedom feels like and that it's not all that it's chalked up to be. If you're part of the young professional population that is living out on your own, covering a majority of your bills, showing up at your full-time job, taking on the responsibility of making sure you're eating right and moving your body, then you understand what it feels like to be in charge of your own life experiences. But also that you're not truly free. Like, yes, you're free from your parents' rules and restrictions, but you are still expected to behave in a particular way to be accepted as a functioning member in society. Over the course of this episode, I will be circling back to what it means to be independent in relation to your personal life and social life, and how you need to develop a sense of independence within your own community of people. And then a later episode, I'm going to discuss this concept, but within the realm of a significant other. First off... I want to acknowledge the fears that come with this topic because when you are officially off on your own, going to your adult job and responsible for everything you are experiencing, things can become really lonely. Suddenly, no one is checking in on you regularly. Sure, your mom and dad care for you and want to know how you're doing, but even that relationship changes as you're no longer living under their roof and seeing them every day. Therefore, in the grand scheme of things, you are all alone. And that realization can either be really daunting and depressing or empowering. You have the choice where you can view it as, I'm all alone, no one cares about me, I'm no one's priority, and no one actually cares what I'm doing in my free time. Or 
you can view it as I'm in charge of what is happening in my life and if that means I want to spend a Friday night by myself, then I will make it the most relaxing Friday night I could have. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Over the last several months, I have been viewing my life in the former version of being in victim mode. And then my own coach gave me the wake-up call I needed to claim my power back. It's not to say I don't still feel a little sad that I'm no one's priority or I feel as though if I packed up and moved away without telling a soul, it would take a pretty long time for people to notice I even left. But it is to say that if I want to go out on a Friday night, then I need to be the one to make the plans to do so, whether that's with other people I know or even out by myself. This experience largely relates to those of you who are single, but I have even heard it from people who are in relationships and have the sudden realization that their partner is the only person in their life and that they lost the sense of community they once knew and interacted with regularly, which is why there's going to be a separate episode about this exact thing. Being single, not having a best friend in your city, or not surrounding yourself with the same people regularly can create a very lonely adult experience at any point in your life, not just in your 20s. Your 20s, however, are going to be one of the first times you do encounter a moment like this, because you are no longer naturally part of a group where you will interact with the same people at the same time every day, aside from your coworkers, which is a form of a community, but as I've mentioned in a former episode, these people aren't going to be included in your social community. Your container has now expanded so much that maybe you feel as though you don't belong anywhere. This transition into the adult world and throughout different parts of your 20s is going to be unfamiliar. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's also going to make you stronger. It's going to develop your sense of self and who you are and how you operate independently of those around you. You don't need someone else to validate who you are as now you get to discover what all of this really boils down to, and that's your own worth. Knowing what you are worthy of and what you are deserving of opens up this whole new realm of possibilities and strength in the person you are wanting to become. When you are independent, you are no longer reliant on others for your own happiness or approval. Suddenly you have generated your own power to know what you want to do, who you want around you, and who is going to enhance your life rather than make you feel like you have to dim your light. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in wanting our own community of friends that we forget who we are. We are constantly seeking approval and inclusion and lose our personality along the way, which makes sense because all humans want to feel is accepted and that we belong, so we are going to naturally mold ourselves into what we feel is the most widely accepted version of ourselves. And that's not necessarily the free, true, most authentic version that exists. This is an experience I've seen happen with myself several times. On this podcast, I am this wise person. I least I hope I come across that way, but a lot of times I also forget that I'm funny and goofy because when I'm around the quote-unquote wrong people, I become quiet. I'm an introvert at heart, as I've mentioned in several episodes now, but I am an extrovert around the right people. I'm subconsciously afraid to speak my mind, but the shift that happens when I am comfortable and when I do feel well accepted is that I say the first thing that pops into my head, which tends to be some funny comment that gets a laugh or two out of those around me because I'm relaxed. And when I feel relaxed, I feel the most free. The most free to act and say what I want, judgment-free and fully accepted. 
And I noticed this kind of thing happen when I ended my last relationship and vividly remember telling my coworkers at that time that I feel like my personality came back. And then it happened again when me, my mom, and my sister went to DC on a little family trip earlier this year and I had my mom in tears from laughing so hard, thus reminding me again that, hey, I am funny. Like somehow I had forgotten that I have this wonderful side that gets hushed when I don't feel like I'm in a very accepting group. As in, I'm not comfortable. And for me, this largely generates from feeling other people's energies and acting accordingly, again with the underlying desire to feel accepted. But when I'm with my family or in an accepting group, my guard goes down and my humor comes out. We all have different versions of ourselves depending on the situation we're in because instinctively that's what allowed us to be accepted. And as humans, we needed to be accepted into a group for survival. And that's something that's still ingrained within us today. That when we are exiled for one reason or another, we lose our confidence. We lose our beliefs in ourselves and we turn inwards, afraid to go out and try again. Afraid of the rejection that could result again from you not fitting in. But I'm here to tell you that you shouldn't feel like you are forcing a circle into a square shape. Go find your circles that do welcome you with ease. And it's not to say that there is only one circle that you fit in either. In fact, if you look around you, you'll probably be able to pull out different communities in your life that serve different purposes. There's your work community, your social community, your hobby or team sport community. If you are in a book club, that's another community, a walking group community, a dance community, and so on and so forth. Each group you are a part of represent some piece of you and you might even realize that you show up differently based on where you are. Like you're not going to be known as the one to get up on the bar and start dancing around in your work community. At least I hope not because that's the professional you and you have a reputation you want to either create or uphold. Now some communities do overlap and that's what creates your core friend group and supportive community. The caveat is This group can either build you or limit you. And this is where knowing yourself and how you show up independently of this group proves to be so important. When you know your worth, when you know who you are, then you are able to surround yourself with like-minded people. But it's also knowing that as you evolve and grow at a different rate than the people around you, you may not be accepted by them anymore Because it is very important to realize that you outgrow certain people, and that's okay. That's part of life. It's a true test of character when you become aware that the people you are with on a regular basis are holding you back from your true potential. Sometimes that means leaving that group that is no longer serving you for another one where people do push you to be a better you and do call you out on your bullshit and excuses or share your new interests and dreams. It's not an easy process to go through, but standing your ground and staying true to who you are and who you know you can be is that independence factor. You will find your people again. People who want to lift you up rather than hold you back or even keep you where you are. People who make you feel like you matter and that your presence adds value to the group and doesn't go unnoticed when you aren't around. It's not saying that you shouldn't have different viewpoints than those around you either. In fact, the best kind of community is filled with different brains that challenge you and make you think harder or learn different perspectives on certain subject matters. But it is saying that you shouldn't surround yourself with yes-men who follow the general leader of that group. 
And I think this is a concept that is highlighted very well in shows and movies where there is a clique of usually females, there's one clear leader, while the remaining ladies feel as though they are walking on eggshells because if they even dare to challenge the leader's thoughts, then they will be an outcast. And then usually by the end of the movie, one character does find her voice and stands up to the leader and the other people in the group feel encouraged to follow suit. You can probably start to pull out the shows and movies uh, like Mean Girls, Gossip Girls, Hairspray, and so many others. But when you are independent within your community, you are able to think for yourself and still feel accepted even if someone disagrees with your way of being, thinking, or acting. I'm personally the friend that challenges your thought processes because I know who you are trying to become and if your actions aren't in alignment with that future you you're striving for, then you bet your ass I'm going to call you out on it. I've always been that friend, the one to tell you what you need to hear rather than what you want to hear and I know I have some people in my life that do the same for me. I also know that I have lost some people in my life that are only looking for the yes men and not to have their decisions be questioned. But a group of yes men aren't going to help you grow. You need people around you who are going to challenge your thought processes, whether you agree with them or not, whether it pisses you off to hear or not. You need to surround yourself with individuals, and that's the key part of it all. These are individual people that all come together and give you those different viewpoints, perspectives, and challenges and help form you into a better person. One who is now more open-minded. The core group of people you commonly interact with can either hold you back or push you forward, and it's not easy to remove yourself from the environment that is holding you back. It takes a lot of strength and a lot of alone time as you work to build up your new community. And I actually had a coaching call recently where this client was talking about struggling in her community when she realized all they wanted to do was drink alcohol and in the process of joining them so frequently, she realized she was losing her ambition. She had the wherewithal to understand that she had stopped progressing. And as someone who was previously so driven and ready to take on the world, it was her community that was holding her back from her being able to reach her true potential. This is all unintentional, of course, as hopefully no one is going to talk you out of your dreams and aspirations that have your best interest at heart, but now she's in the process of refining herself and who she wants surrounding her. Which, in your 20s, it can be really tough to feel accepted when you don't partake in alcoholic endeavors, and even harder when you feel alone in that decision. I personally think it's a true test to someone's character when I say, I don't really drink, and I wait for their reaction. Because some people are immediately accepting. And those are the type of people I want around me. And that's what I told this particular client as well. Other people are faced by their own insecurities as they could never operate in a social environment without the help of some substance. And that makes them uncomfortable to see you doing so. So as a result, they're going to try to make you feel uncomfortable or not want you around as you serve as this constant reminder to their insecurities. It's on you to understand where they're coming from and if that's who you want around you. Because if there's one thing I know about humans is that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if someone is projecting their alcohol insecurities onto you, what's stopping them from projecting something else onto you down the line? You are in charge of who you welcome into your community and your life. You're going to come across a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs backgrounds, 
ways of being, and understandings of themselves and the world around them. We are all still growing up during this time of our lives, and with that comes a lot of learning experiences. But if you close your eyes to the changes and shifts occurring, then you are limiting yourself from your true potential, which could also be a form of self-sabotaging and is associated with this fear of success, as in you are afraid of what will happen and who you will lose if you do reach your full potential. It's a mindset that I can help you overcome, and it's one that likes to sneak up in my life as well, and is an experience that is quite uncomfortable, so every fiber in your being is going to tell you to run the opposite way. The bottom line is, the longest relationship you're ever going to have is with yourself. And if you don't like the person who is showing up day in and day out, then it's time to change the people you are surrounding yourself with. Another way you can look at it is if you had a child, would you be proud of this version of themselves or would you want to kick their ass into the person you know they can be? Because it's hard to read the label when you're on the inside of the jar. So sometimes you need to separate yourself from your experiences by looking at your current life from an outside perspective. Replace yourself with a different person. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with the most. So if there are things, whether that be actions, viewpoints, priorities, ambition, or lack thereof that go against your belief system, then let this be the wake-up call that you need to shift your core community. Seek out the people you admire, the ones who make you feel wanted, who challenge you to think differently, and who push you towards the next version of you. The last point I want to bring to your mind in regards to creating independence in your community is to really understand who you are outside of the communities you are a part of. Because one day they could all disappear, and then you are left with yourself again, trying to figure out or reconnect with your own identity. This is where I'm at in life right now, and why I felt called upon to make an episode about this concept. I had a wonderful community of friends. My birthday was in March, and I never felt more loved, and just a few weeks later, it all disappeared. And this whole summer, the last four months of my life, has been a very struggling experience as I had all that I wanted and more. And while I wish things could go back to the way they were, I know this unraveled for a reason. At the same time, a new community popped into my life at one of the gyms I work at, but I do still long for my inner circle of people. And now I am redefining my own identity, my relationship to myself, and who I want in my circle because I'm in charge of who I welcome into my life. It's okay to feel lonely. It's a feeling that comes with being okay with doing things alone, but when you want to include other people, you're staring at a blank page. I took my own advice from the episode on making friends in your 20s where I signed up for kickball, and actually, as I'm recording this, it is tonight, is our first game, and I created a book club also while I'm recording this. Our first meeting is on Sunday, and I... I made these groups. I took the initiative and I took action on the people I want to surround myself with. And these are sporty and growth-minded people. And I know this community I'm building is going to take time. And right now, I'm in this really uncomfortable and lonely transition phase in my 20s. But it will make me stronger in the end as I've already seen myself grow through this process. Throughout this experience, I am better able to connect with my clients who are going through something similar. And I'm forced to face some insecurities that I honestly thought I got over. Like my fear of rejection. 
It is shining through with every weekend that approaches and I have a blank social calendar and anxiety and sadness riddles my body and mind. I've learned that it's on me to create invites and I'm absolutely mortified by the process of reaching out to someone I'm not close with yet to see if they are free. So just know if I'm texting you, that's taken a lot of courage on my side. Even if it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to you, it's massive for me. But when our whole world comes crashing down, you're left with two options. You can either crumble with the debris or rebuild. And right now, we are rebuilding one brick at a time. My questions for you in regards to wondering if you do feel independent in your community include, do you feel comfortable speaking your mind in your current group of people? As in, do you feel comfortable calling them out on their actions, saying what you want to do or don't want to do, and then saying something when you feel it's wrong? Are you able to stay home for a weekend and not feel antsy or filled with FOMO? And do you feel like you're inviting yourself into already made plans? Seriously ask yourself these three questions because they will be the window to how you are operating in your current group and if it's time to shift gears, whether that means changing your group or changing how you show up in it. Because when you create your independence, you are no longer reliant on others to create a life for you. You become the owner of your calendar and how you show up in your life and in the lives of others. Even when you're an introvert with a horrible fear of rejection like myself. But seriously, take a look around. Take a look in the mirror. Do something alone or outside of your core group. Don't get stuck just because it's comfortable because at the end of the day, that's not serving you to its highest ability. And if you're in Charlotte and want to join my book club, you just let me know. And to those of you in the midst of transitioning your community of people, I feel for you. It's really tough, but I want you to know that I'm right here with you and this is a normal process to go through and grow through in your 20s. And through this experience, I've learned from the older women I surround myself with that this will not be the last time a shift in my community will happen. As I wrap up today's episode, I do want to encourage you to spend a weekend alone. Intentionally clear your social calendar and be with yourself. Never lose sight of who you are. Because you are a special, unique individual who shouldn't be a yes man in his or her community. But if you liked what you heard, please give me a good rating or subscribe and follow to be notified when a new episode drops. Share it with a friend or on social media and tag me at coach.justdiamond if you do. But otherwise, you got this. You're going to come out stronger on the other side, even if you feel a little lost right now. But I want to thank you for listening to How To 20 Something, and I can't wait to be in your headphones again next week. In the meantime, you can go sign up for Choice is a Change just by heading to the show notes and clicking the link provided. Otherwise, have a wonderful rest of your week.